Time now for another Thrash Pie Radio Podcast. This is where I celebrate the pure rock years of Southern California's heavy metal flagship, KNAC-FM. I am Thrash Pie, the favorite guy. Further conversation with general manager and my mentor in radio, Gary Price. A number of personal things are going to be discussed in this particular podcast. And some very interesting insights from Gary himself. The whole thing begins with uh, me bringing up to Gary that our station, uh, you know, lacked in the resources, and I'm talking about money. We didn't have a big signal, didn't have a lot of money. We had to hit the ground running and compete at that level. A lot of the concerts that we participated in where we would go to the event, hand out bumper stickers and and, uh, and be involved in the, in the concerts, there was a lot of infighting going on there with KLOS, especially KLOS. Who would get credit for the content? You know, we all wanted to say presented by, you know, K Rock wanted to say it. We wanted to say it. we, you know, we're bringing in, we're bringing in so and so. You know, Def Leppard, NAC presents Def Leppard. There was some stuff going on out in the parking lot. We have our van out there handing out stuff, and then KLOS would call the local security and try to run us off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just fun stuff like that. Oh yeah. Well, but that's that's the guerrilla warfare that I was that uh, you know yeah. that I remember so much. I don't don't know that we really stayed. You know, we had a, still had a street presence through to the end. But so, what effect do you think that our little station had on the? Let's start with the music industry. Oh well, they loved us. I mean, the guys, the labels who had those vans, they they thought we were we were great, and we got a lot of cooperation from the artists. I mean, uh, we got. God, I can't think of the bands now, but we got big-time bands coming down to the station for interviews. Uh, they would sometimes play an opening act for for us at a, one of our concerts. I mean, they were uh, they were very they were very cooperative and very helpful. Yeah, we broke a lot of those bands, you know, like Poison. We did. Um, we did, and uh, we, we were sometimes the only station in America playing them. We tapped into that whole. Uh, you know, West Hollywood, um, you know, Sunset Strip scene. Yeah, and those yeah. all those L.A. local bands, you know, they were, they, they, yep. we were it. So. Yes, we were. Right. So yeah. <clears throat> You probably don't know this, but um, I had one of the Japanese uh, entrepreneurs who, um, like Mr. Sony or something, I mean, he was like a big multi-gazillionaire from Japan, came to the radio station and he wanted to meet me and, and see the radio station. And I said, fine. So he came over with an entourage of about six or eight Japanese guys, of course. And we went in the conference room, and he wanted to know all about the radio station. Because he was involved in a network of radio stations in Japan. And he wanted to know how we worked, and he wanted to compare it to how he worked, and so forth and so on. And when, So we had a nice meeting, and when we were finished, he said, um, would you sign this? He had a piece of paper, I don't know what it was, and I, he, I want your autograph, he said. I said, yeah, sure. So I gave him T-shirts and bumper stickers and so forth from him and his, his entourage. Well, a friend of mine's son is uh, was working in, 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 in Japan at the time, and he was a translator. And it turns out <laughs> this guy ripped me off. He had full-page ads in the newspaper selling our T-shirts, and our bumper stickers, 
And with me saying that how, how much I was all for this and my signature underneath it on the page. Oh, 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 oh man. So you had signed a contract without knowing. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> yeah. The department store was stocking T-shirts with our logo on them. Oh, my God. And, of course, there's no, uh, you know, intellectual property coverage in Japan. Not from here, is there? No, that's not much we were going to do about it. <laughs> that's an then amazing I found, story. I, then I found out that they had people over here recording our radio station and shipping the tapes to Japan and selling them. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, we did have a worldwide reach, yeah. and um, you can probably remember seeing pictures of the KNAC bumper stickers over there with the troops and yep. In uh, in uh, uh, over in Iraq and and all that yep. sort of thing, yep. uh, Tommy Marr told us a story about the last day of KNAC. That last day on the fifteenth of uh, February eighty five. Uh, excuse me, ninety five, and that immediately after the sign off, that you guys got a call in your your office from Tommy and Slash. Calling from Paris. Do you remember that? I don't know. Well, Tom had said, and this might refresh your memory a little bit, that they uh, had uh, that Slash and Tom, actually Tommy, who was managing Slash, had had Slash on this uh, radio show in Paris, promoting, obviously, one of his shows over there. And Slash says to the guy, you know, we're doing, uh, I, I just wanted to acknowledge to everybody, all your listeners, that, you know, a great little radio station is going off the air today. We had to call him and say goodbye. So as as that may have that may that call may have gone right into the control room. It may have. That's why I didn't know about it. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it had happened. Uh, last day, I pretty much stayed in my office. I was depressed. Yeah, boy, I was too. I I really didn't realize how depressed I was. Over... And then we we had a band in the control room, a monster hit band. It was Metallica. Yes, Metallica was in there, and I kept. Sending one of our guys out to get beer about every twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I felt like that too, and uh, you know, I didn't realize for a couple of years how much. Uh, a couple of years later, to how much really, you know, that whole experience had really meant to me. I, I, it really did. I don't want to well, overdo it. It was certainly unique, unlike any other radio station ever anywhere. Unique is is an understatement. Um, and, and Gary hits it right on the nose. Again, he's, he's underselling his uh, importance in all of those conversations. Interesting about the, uh, the, uh, the Japanese folks visiting and uh, taking our logo and so forth and selling it over in Japan to make some cash. We had a big following in Japan, as did uh, Pure Rock in general. There were bands like that weren't necessarily huge here in America that would go to Japan and essentially make their living over there. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Lizzie Borden. You know, they were pretty popular in the United States, but n- not on the level that they were in Asia and certainly in Japan. Uh, Tommy Marr and the, st- and the story about uh, Slash and uh, being in Europe and promoting his tour and calling our station is quite a true story. I mentioned Tom Marr a good bit. He was our original promotion director and he was a genius at it he uh you know you talk about the guerrilla marketing that happened tom is the guy uh that really put a lot of that business in motion um uh, oh and quickly uh before i forget um i and on, on a trip to the bay area some years ago uh, just in the early 90s before the station went off the air i went into a head shop down in the hate 
in San Francisco, and there were KNAC tapes there for sale in the, uh, you know, right next to the Bud and the <laughs> and the Rolling Papers. And there was one of my shows in there. It said Thrasher KNAC. Didn't have a date on it or anything like that. So, Gary Price, like I say, a great mentor and a great decision maker. And I'm going to be getting more into that part of Gary's genius uh, in future podcasts. Um, uh, my personal tribute will continue. I'll have more insight into the pure rock years of KNAC FM and future podcasts. A little more from Gary next time. And in the meantime, your comments and correspondence of any kind are welcome at thrashpyradio at gmail.com. Give us a like and a share. Keep your eye on your Facebook page for the next Thrash Pie Radio podcast.